This is the Blaze the Lion podcast. I am your host, Blaze. Blaze the Lion. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you like this episode. I say it again. Even if you liked last episode, I appreciate that. But that was last episode. That's the past. All right. We are in the present right now. So make sure you like this episode. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a damn friend about the Blazer Lion podcast. We are live right now on YouTube. All right. This month's theme is for the month of November vegan restaurants and vegan chefs. So even if you are not vegan, there is some delicious food all this month. All different types of food, whatever wets your taste buds. I mean, to me, it's all good. I wish we could do this every month because <laughs> I love food and I am always hungry. So tons of good food here. Tons of great chefs here with unique and winning personalities. So it should be really, really good. For tonight, we have a special guest. Someone who I've been stalking, who I've been following for a couple years. I've seen the growth. I've seen the change in food. I've seen the change in the menu. I've seen some faces come, some faces go. I've seen a little bit of an audience. I've seen long, packed, crazy lines. I'd like to say that I've been a part of, of some of the journey. This is someone who, as far as I've seen, always has a smile on her face in the midst of the chaos, <laughs> in the midst of the stress, in the midst of it being literally hot in the kitchen. She always has a smile on her face, ready to serve great, delicious food that is plant-based. Mm. Now, for the vegans out, for the non-vegans rather out there, who still think that vegans still only eat salads, like we only eat grass, you're in for a treat tonight because this food here, whew, mind blowing, definitely. They fuse it with, I mean, I'm not the spokesperson here, but they infuse it with Caribbean style and traditional dishes, and it's delicious, and it's healthy. This person here is someone who I'm excited to have on this podcast. I truly am. So without any further ado, I'd like to introduce to you all. I'm waiting for the theme music. But it's obviously late. All right. Tonight's guest for episode 47 is none other than the owner of the Caribe Vegan. I'm hoping I get these names right. <laughs> Melissa Guzman. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Welcome to the pod. We are very, very pleased to have you here tonight. So I tried my best. I, I tried my my hardest. I I practiced that that intro. <laughs> But share with the people a little bit about yourself for those who may not know. 
Well, my name is Melissa Guzman, and I am Dominican descent, and I'm the owner of the Caribe Vegan, which is an infusion of different parts of the Caribbean. Um, I I am Dominican. My boyfriend is Jamaican. I have you know. Um, so you know, I take a little bit from my from my next door neighbors in Haiti, and you know, Cuba, and all this, and I just try to create different, fun, and unique different uh, dishes that are you know fan favorites of Miami and just find ways to veganize them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's go back. Let's go back. How did this all start? Did, did you always have a talent for cooking? What was the inspiration? How did oh, no. this all start? I was the type that would starve themselves um, and survive like off tacos and like snacks. <laughs> mm. <laughs> just not to cook. <laughs> um, I just did not. It's not so much of like, I love cooking. I just hated the whole like doing the dishes and the, you know, all the process of, of like, you know, feeding yourself and, you know, providing nourishment. Um, it wasn't until I, and then I also, prior to me being vegan or, you know, exploring any of that stuff, I was literally the pickiest eater. Like I was the most basic girl of chicken tenders and french fries like and like a bucket of ketchup i was that girl <laughs> that girl that was me and i'm so ashamed to say it but that yeah so that pretty much that was me i would do like either smoothies and like chicken tenders or like fish sticks and you know just like the most basic meals um just to um survive but you know i mean i would get in these moods where i would like love to cook um like you know when i would visit my friends you know like it, you know it would come sporadically but when i did people like love the food and things like that so that always like excited me and um i did um have like this this tradition where i would like cook on sundays and it would be like this big you know production for me um and i would try new recipes and it'd always be on sunday so that was definitely like a form of self-care um but never considered doing it professionally mm -hmm. So what what was the what was the aha moment? Like I, I think I have something here. So the crazy part is is that I started off, you know, a part of a duo. So I used to be a part of the Spanglish Vegan. And it was more of like um, you know, I found this dope chef and I wanted to you know, be, you, you know, I, I want, I was good at doing all the behind the scenes stuff, you know, mm. media, events, branding, all that, you know, marketing, like the whole behind the scenes stuff was my, well, that was my jam. <laughs> I wanted to bury it in a book or, you know, like my computer and be left alone. Don't talk to me. <laughs> and then, you know, after the pandemic um, happened and we decided to part ways, I was like, okay. I have this uh, I have this food truck now, so uh, <laughs> what am I gonna do with it? <laughs> um, but luckily, like during the pandemic, like I really found this like um, this passion for cooking again, like on an everyday basis. Because I, my boyfriend is Jamaican, he's also vegan, um, and where he lives, there's just no options at all, like none. So it was either we starve or you know. Or, you know, I get in the kitchen and figure it out. Also, you know, finding a vegan guy. <laughs> if you get lady, if there's any vegan ladies out there, then y'all understand. It's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was like, I got to figure this out. <laughs> so, yeah. 
you know, I got in the kitchen and started experimenting and just truly fell in love with it. And he really did encourage me. He's like, hey, you already got the sauce. Like, you've been doing this all throughout the pandemic. Yeah. Um, he says, do it. You can do it. You can do it on your own. And so I changed the name, uh, made it my own, added my own twist to a lot of uh, the things. And, um, you know, ever since then, like, I'm always coming up with, like, little creative new dishes that I always add to the menu and stuff like that. So it's just exciting. It's like, I feel like it's, um, it's almost like you get to play. <laughs> yeah. I love hearing that. Um, there, there have been so many guests that I've had on this year and even last year who have said, you know, the gift and the curse of the pandemic, right? Where, yes, the, the stress and the finances and not knowing. But for many people that I've heard, including myself, it's allowed us to pivot. It's, yeah. it's allowed us to see opportunities that weren't there prior to the pandemic and to move forward and to take that leap of faith and just go forward. So I love hearing that in the midst, in the midst of the adversity, in the midst of the chaos, move forward. You find a way. Yeah, exactly. Find a way. You, you figure it out. You definitely figure it out. Wow. So if someone is curious about what exactly you cook, like what's what's on the menu? So how would you describe it? We definitely have some fan favorites. Um, even when like I'm like, oh, I want to try this new stuff, and you know, when I add it to the menu, I know there's some the, some items I definitely can't touch and remove. <laughs> um, so it's like you know, one of my favorite dishes um, to me. It's because I feel like it's just such a like a, a mix of of who I am. Um, I feel like it's, it's literally probably like the most me dish on the menu because it's our crab cake mofongo. So it's a, mm. I went to college in D.C. and D.C. is was like huge and you know like Maryland or Maryland, um, as natives say, um, they're huge on crab cakes. Um, so I used to love eating crab cakes when I was like in college and stuff like that. Um, you know, we're not going to afford it. Um, so, um, you know, that's, that's, you know, I learned how to make good crab cakes cause, um, you know, I loved, you know, I loved it when I was living in Maryland. Then, you know, I love mofongo. Like I'm Dominican. We love plantains. I can eat breakfast, lunch, dinner. <laughs> and so, you know, mofongo is like one of my favorite, favorite things, but it's Puerto Rican. Um, but, you know, plantains, Dominican, Puerto Rican. We have the same thing. It's called mango, but ours is boiled. Okay. So, so then I put like a, a fun like cheese sauce on it. It's like a chimichurri cheese sauce. Mm. Um, Dominicans have like a chimichurri sandwich that we love. So I made it into a cheese sauce and you get it poured over and then you get Haitian pickles on top. Um, mm. So it's like such like an infusion of just random points in my life, that dish. And it's actually one of my most popular dishes. Uh, mm. I'm looking now um, at the menu. Yeah. And I am. It's making me hungry. Let me <laughs> give you guys. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Um, our comforters. You know, I grew up in Miami, so I definitely wanted something that was, you know, native to home. So I figured out a way to veganize comforters. Um, and, you know, made it my own twist on it. So you know, things like that just. Just, I guess like just points in my life of things that I loved and like reminding me of Miami and my childhood. And that's kind of how 
the randomness of it all is the menu. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love it though. Um, the Caribe burger, conch fritters, and the pineapple. I've never had that dish, but I see it all the time where it's the half of the pineapple with, what is it, like rice and stuff in it or? Yeah, so we, um, when I was at Spanglish, we had that dish and that's actually what we ended up getting known for the most. Um, mm. The original one was like, um, it was with coconut rice and like a pineapple sweet chili chicken chunks on top. Um, okay. And that was really good. But I wanted to switch it around. So I put like a fried rice on there, like pineapple fried rice mix. Mm. Um, and then you can add like your chicken chunks and stuff like that on there as well. Uh. That's like, you know, like it, cause I have like pineapples all over the menu. Oh, uh, you like, um, all over my truck. I just love pineapples. It's like a great symbol of hospitality. Yeah. Um, I have some pineapple dishes, um, that I put it incorporated. In there. Uh, I love it. Very dope. Very dope. Very dope. I think. Man, I don't even remember half of this stuff. I just know whatever I get, whenever I see you all, whatever I get, I know that it, that it's always good. Half the time, I don't even know what I'm eating. <laughs> I don't even care <laughs> what it is. If somebody asks me, I just point to it on the menu. Hey, it's that. Um, but man, so good, so good. Um, I... Anybody who has had your food, I like to be. I am. I'm curious. Anybody in the chat, have you had? Have you tried Caribe vegan? And if not, why haven't you? <laughs> Where are you gonna be? Do you have any special events coming up this yeah. month? So I have. Um, I'm at Pembroke Lakes Mall this um, Thursday. And then uh, Saturday, I'm at a women's event. It's um, it's like a women. I, I love that event because it's like women supporting women. So it's a whole. It's all women vendors. Um, it's you know, it's a cannabis event for women. And so it's like you know, it's usually really hard for women to break into the cannabis industry. So I love what this group does. It's like pretty much just an event where you know they can feel safe and they can smoke and just be themselves without any judgment. And they're just all supporting each other. And then on Sunday, I'm up in Fort Lauderdale for a Sunnyside Market. So I'm a little bit like all over this you know hit up the west side miami yeah yeah uh-huh so at Pembroke lakes mall oh see you already got somebody going mm. going thursday yes Pembroke lakes mall you are there from what hours from four to nine from four to nine hmm i might have to go myself i start work at six Hmm. I might have to pass through those in the Pembroke Pines area, or if you'd like to come, see, they're already asking, if you'd like to come to the Pembroke Pines area this Thursday at Pembroke Lakes Mall, right outside where again? It's right by the AMC Theater. Right by the AMC Theater on Pines Boulevard, Pembroke Lakes Mall. See, you got people coming up already <laughs> from four to nine, right? Four to yep. nine? Nine. 
49, yes. And how is it? Because I remember last time I went to that event, is it still is it still like in the cars where you drive through in the cars? Yeah, but no, it's not it's not drive through anymore. Now you can walk, they have live music, um, the mall is right there if you wanted to walk through the mall. Um, so then there's a whole bunch of different food trucks. So it's like if you have somebody that's not vegan, you can go to the taco truck, the barbecue truck. Um, there's so many different options out there, which is what I love because it's like you can take the whole family and everybody's living happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, very cool, very cool, very cool. So in the midst of all of this, I know you always have a a optimistic energy. You're always smiling. Um, but for the business owners out there, um, what's been the most stressful part of um, this whole journey? For me, it's... Um... It's because I have an autoimmune illness. Um, so I went vegan because I have MS. Um, so it was, it's definitely hard for me because it's like, I of course, I would choose like the most laboring job that I can find, right? Um, but I feel like it, I don't know, I just, I don't let my illness define me. I let it drive me. Um, so it's, it's hard for me because it's like fatigue and pain is a huge issue. But I just, you know, I kind of use it as motivation to like, okay, this is, this is my, this is actually my why, um, you know, I always remember my why, which is, you know, the only reason I feel like that's kept me going, especially with, you know, every new level of the pandemic, whatever we at level number 47 point, which is for, you know, for business owners in the food industry, level 47 is, you know, food costs going up, staff shortages. Man. So, it, you know, there's, there's always going to be a problem. But just I feel like they grounded and if you remember your why, then it hopefully takes you back to that place of like, you know, excitement and that giddiness of, you know, being in a good space because good mood is good food. Um, I know the difference when my mental health is not good, my food ain't the same. It's just not. And it's not fair to the customer. So I always think about my customers first. Like I, I want to be healthy for me, but I also want to be for the people that are, are rooting for me mm. yeah absolutely so i like that quote so what was that again good what good mood is good, good. food it was good food mm. i'm gonna say that next time um my queen asks me to cook i'm gonna say huh gotta be in a good mood gotta be in a good mood <laughs> <laughs> oh man i love it i love it all right so what about drinks? Do you guys have any drinks? Yeah, my lemonade. So I have um, my pineapple lemonade, and I also have my tamarind lemonade um, that I have on the truck. I used to have a whole bunch, but I kind of had to go down because of staff issues. Um, like I used to have a strawberry shortcake smoothie and the mm. patata smoothie, but I had to go down a little bit because of staff. But I'm hoping to bring it back soon, the smoothies for sure, because I love them. Um, like I love drinking them myself. <laughs> um, and then I do have ice cream. I have organic ice cream. My cook, um, Josh, has an ice cream uh, creamery. It's called um, Sweet Dreams Creamery. It's like the best organic coconut milk ice cream. No sugar added. And we also have a dessert with it because, you know, I want to support the people that support me. So for his, um, I took his ice cream and made a dessert with it. Um, and it's like my Caribbean twist on a banana split. 
So it's a sweet plantain, um, vanilla ice cream, chocolate sauce, and some fresh strawberries on top. It's so good. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds good. Hmm. All right. So with cooking, right? I'm I'm no chef here. I'm I'm far from. I just cook because I have to. Because, um, especially as being being vegan, like you got to figure it out. <laughs> you can't eat French fries and Oreos all the time. Right? You gotta. That <laughs> only goes so far. <laughs> For sure. So, as a cook, um, is it? So I know that it's a passion of yours. Is there a? Is there such a thing as a? A chef's high, where you're just kind of like in the vibe and. Yeah, I mean, I'm Caribbean. I need music. Like sometimes I have a glass of wine. Like you know, I'm I'm there, like having Club Melissa time. Okay, <laughs> just you know, jamming. Um, so it's like it could be fun, you know. Um, definitely get into it, especially if you're like you know. Sometimes like my boyfriend helps me, and we're just we, we're really into like '90s R&B. So if we have that blasting, and he's helping me chop the vegetables and stuff like that, like I love it. To me, it's way better than going out and partying any night, hands down. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. You had mentioned something earlier about staffing um it's crazy i've seen it almost everywhere you go you see the sign hiring (laughs) looking for staff or cook for and it's not just in the food industry it's 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 in so many different industries it's everywhere it it is crazy um so for those watching the career vegan is hiring so I don't know what the requirements are, you know, I don't know if you have to be vegan or not, but feel free if they went out, if they would like to reach out to you and contact you, um, what info? Um, either email, it's the Caribe vegan at Gmail. So literally the business name at Gmail or Instagram, the Caribe vegan. I'm pretty like chill, laid back and formal. Um, at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I grew up in Miami, Dade County raised me. <laughs> so hey. I'm pretty chill. Um, so yeah, either through those two channels are, are, are completely fine. You have somebody here who wants to be the taste tester. You know, I need somebody because my mom's tired. Okay. <laughs> like, cause like, you know, the thing is, you know, my mom is one of my biggest critics. So it's like, especially with that comforter mix. I had to make sure that I was doing Kung Fritters right, you know, giving them justice. So I would literally buy Kung Fritters and then buy me and then have my mom taste mine. She'd be like, no, you suck. Keep trying. And then like, you know, come back. Okay, you get in there, but it still suck. Keep trying. So it's like, then I got the winning recipe with her, you know? So it's like, I still want, so I still do that with everything. When I wanted to do like Dominican style fried chicken, the same thing because it's like texture taste like all these things matter when it comes to vegan so you know i always want to make sure i, I had i was given everything justice <laughs> yeah yeah huh so i'm curious is there anything that you've tried that's in the making that 
hasn't quite made the menu yet. Yeah. Um, so Dominicans have a thing called rabo, which is like oxtail. Um, and then my boyfriend's Jamaican and he loves, well, he used to love oxtail. So then, um, this past weekend, um, I did like almost like a Dominican Jamaican infusion of it. So I'm thinking of either turning that into a traditional meal with like, you know, coconut rice or coconut rice and peas, or, you know, kind of flipping it and taking the oxtail um, and turning it almost like a Bria style oxtail taco, if that makes any sense. Ooh. But that's what I'm working on. Ooh. That just made my mouth and my eyes water. Yeah. An oxtail Bria style taco. Because, you know, that, that oxtail juice is so good, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The oxtail gravy, man. They We used to put it on everything. <laughs> Love that gravy. So I'm, I'm thinking of doing, I'm, I'm playing with it. Okay. Okay. Hmm. So stay tuned for that. It's in the making. It's in the making. So currently on the menu, what is your biggest seller? When the crab cake mofongo is on there, always the crab cake mofongo. Second would be the comforters for sure. Hands down. Third, Ulana made it. The Sulana made it is like a vegan's dream. It's a big ass. It's a, I'm, I don't know if I can say ass, but it's a big ass meal. <laughs> so it's um, my most Dominican meal that I can think of. So it's like chicken, like um, it's Latin style fried chicken, almost like the like chicharrón would be. Um, rice, beans, and I mean I make beans old school style with like you know the, the fresh cilantro and the fresh garlic. Um, then I have Dominican style salami. Yes, I figured out a way to veganize salami and it mm. comes with tostones. So it's like the most I love that meal. It's so good. It's filling. Um so definitely always people love food animated. Mm. <laughs> things on the menu people are like what are you doing with your life <laughs> yeah and i listen while you guys are partying i'm in the lab <laughs> i'm in the kitchen creating all, all these goodies huh okay and so what's your favorite my favorite is between i don't know that's hard is that what <laughs> what mood I'm in. Like, if I'm hungry and I want to eat, I'll definitely do Fulana made it. But then, like, I, I snack, like, a real big snacky person. So I love my uh, nacho tostones because it's, like, a fat girl's dream. So I, it's, like, tostones at the bottom, my chimichurri cheese sauce, my beans, which I make the best beans. Um, then you get, like, the, the crispy bites on top. Um, sometimes you, I put them, I make them barbecue. Sometimes I put like brand seasoning on it. I love a little barbecue. And then I put like fresh pico de gallo and my island sauce on it. Oh, so good. <laughs> mm -hmm. Remember, uh, this Thursday, <laughs> <laughs> Pember Lakes Mall. Um, and then you said Sunday, you're going to be where again? Like in Fort Lauderdale, right? Hmm. Yeah. 
might have to bring my my son out there Sunday. See ya in Folare. Yeah, so he can try it out. Huh? Awesome, awesome. So let's take it back. Were you always vegan, or did that like how did that come about? We all know we need our business on social media platforms. And at Star Child Social, through research and planning, we create converting posts and stories that attract your ideal client. Taking that weight off your shoulders, enabling you to focus on achieving your goals for your business. Check us out for a free consultation at www.starchildsocial.com. Star Child Social, holding your hand through this ever-changing world of social media. No, so um, I've been vegan for about five years. I feel like I've like played with it back and forth, you know, try to give up meat and stuff like that. And then the holidays would roll around and then I, you know, just suck at being vegan um, or vegetarian or whatever it is that I was trying at the time. <laughs> um, but I always felt like wheat just wasn't natural to me. But, you know, culturally, I was just taught we were supposed to be eating it all the time. So, you know, yeah. but if unnatural to eat meat three times a day i felt like that was so much um but then i got sick and then i got really sick um and i ended up in a wheelchair like it was you know i thought i wasn't gonna make it um mm -hmm. and so i started doing research and in my findings i found that pretty much all illness stems from inflammation mm -hmm. and inflammation all derives from animal products essentially and sugar yeah so I cut it out. Um, I went raw vegan and then, you know, I was able to stand. Then I was able to waddle and eventually, you know, a full blown walk. And now I'm pretty much back to normal. Wow. How, how long were you raw vegan for? Only like three months. You said only? I can't even go raw vegan for five days. Yeah, now I can't last five days. <laughs> I wish I could find that stamina again, um, but I, I needed to go longer. I just couldn't do it anymore. I was like, I need a soup. <laughs> yeah, that seems um, also challenging. Very beneficial as it definitely has healing properties. Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like that's what saved my life. Mm. Wow. I, I know someone personally who was raw vegan. I'm not sure for um, how long, but she was raw vegan for a while. And then keto, the whole keto craze yeah. came in and she kind of got pulled into the keto craze. Um, and she lost weight and feeling good. But um, I think for, I mean, I don't want to speak for her, but from what she's told me, I think the compassion that that part hit plus maybe my speeches to her that were vegan based i don't know but <laughs> um yeah where she felt like you know what yeah like it's time to come back to veganism yeah it's it's very life changing and even when you go to these events when you see these these festivals and even um, even the, the smaller events, it's very eye-opening because, again, people assume that 
vegans just eat salads or they assume that vegans don't know how to have fun. Oh, you're not partying anymore like how you used to. Like you just stay home. Like what are you doing? And it's like there are actually tons of festivals. There are tons of events. There's I about to say every weekend there's always something to do. You know, you can meet people because I know when I first started in this vegan journey, um, I was the only vegan in the family. Five years later, I'm still the only vegan in the family. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day. They'll listen, hopefully. Uh, but but I had to meet other vegan people who were weird, you know, like myself. So going to these festivals and trying different food and just watching people, it, it was very eye-opening because it's um I'm I'm trying to think of the word. It's um so essentially, it's really good energy. Yeah, that's I, that's what I want to say. I agree. It's it's like dope to see other people that are like minded, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, with the food truck, what is the? Have you ever gone somewhere in the food truck um, where you said this is just way too far? This is just way out of my. Is there anywhere where you just felt like it was just too far or you're willing to just kind of go? I mean, I haven't driven like the farthest I've gone is to like West Palm Beach right now because they have like, um, you know, veg fest and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I have done that. I've heard people, you know, driving crazy distances, you know, two hours to get to events. Um, You know, some people go out of state. Um, and I hear that's really where like the big money is. Like, you, you know, if you travel out of state and stuff like that, um, I'm just not that brave, <laughs> you, you know, dragging other people, you know, like, cause the staff and everything like that. I feel like there's just so many different variables to think about. Um, yeah. but no, I, I'm, I just like staying in South Florida cause you know, that's the community that serves me and that's the community, you know, I enjoy serving. Yeah. So for the Caribe vegan, um, where do you see yourself? Where do you see the company in five years? So um, right now what I'm trying to do is get together launching my grocery line. Um, so, you know, my island sauce people really do love. Um, they're always coming back asking for extra sauce. So um, I want to definitely launch that. Um, and then I want to I have a vegan seafood dip. Um, that I want to start trying to get into like retail spaces. Uh. Ultimate goal is to like, you know, have like, uh, like a little a vegan Goya line in the, in the supermarkets. Speak it. Mm-hmm. Speak it. Visualize it. All that stuff is possible. Absolutely. And you already have so many supporters. Um, that you know will support. So, yeah, that'd be cool. My favorite things is, you know, my tribe. There's the people that want to see me win. It's like one of the most awesome things ever. Yeah, yeah. Very important, very important. And um, having having the right people in your circle, not just in your circle, but even just the supporters, right? Like. 
like the community. Yeah. When you're down, um, as business owners, sometimes we need the reminders. No, it's true. There's been times where I'm like having those days where I'm just like, you know what? Why am I still in the business? <laughs> I don't, I don't want to do this. I'm tired. My body hurts. Da, da, da. And then I'll just get that one person be like, oh my god, I, I follow you. Been following you for so long. I'm so excited to eat your food. And then they'll eat it. And they're like, oh, this is worth the wait. Like they're just so genuinely excited. I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, I've heard your story, and you know, I gave the article to my mom, and she, you know, thought it was so beautiful. And now she's eating a vegan meat you know plate or whatever meal and you know so things like that just you know definitely encourage me um to keep going yeah yeah it's funny how how life works right that in the nick of time when those those moments when we're feeling down those moments where you want to quit it's at those precise times that we get the reminders like, oh, <laughs> like people are counting on you. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. It's one, it's one of the dopest feelings, like those little those little wins and those reminders of people just rooting for you, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've seen it through, you wouldn't believe there are times during this podcast journey, which has only been a year. So, woo, I almost forgot. Check this out. Attention, attention, please. <clears throat> attention, attention, please. All right. Tomorrow. All right. Tomorrow, November 10th, will mark the one-year anniversary of the Blaze the Lion podcast. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. So who would have thought? I... I didn't know what I was doing one year ago. I don't know what I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still doing it. That's, that's what's important. I'm still here. Still here. Still here doing it. So, yes, our one-year anniversary. Shout out to Brandon, to Brandon Todd, who was my first guest, episode one, one year ago. So, And now we're on episode 47. So... We're getting there. We're getting there. Indeed. All right. So, Melissa, do you know what time it is? 9.39. She don't know what time it is. You said it. You, you asked me for the time. I'm giving you the time. <laughs> do you know what time it is out there in TV land? It is... Gotta work on this theme music, man. Like they just don't hmm. color time. Color time. See, they know, they know. All right, color time. So this is the portion of the show where I embarrass the hell out of my guests. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is the portion of the show where I, the host, will name various colors. And you, my featured guest, will say whatever comes to mind when you hear that color. So it could be a one-word answer. It could be several words. It could be a short story. It could be spiritual. It could be deep. It can be logical. It can be vague. It can be ghetto. 
anything. There's no right or wrong answer. Are you ready? Yep. All right. Here we go. Color number one. Let's go with a a spicy orange. Spicy orange. Well, orange definitely reminds me of fall. I don't know why spicy orange, but it reminds me of um, this woman. She used to love cooking um, in New York. And she would always boil oranges, cinnamon. I think it was clothes. It was something like that. She would make like this random concoction of stuff in her stove, but it made the house smell amazing. So mm -hmm. now in fall, I always do that. It's like my fall tradition of just boiling oranges and cinnamon. Mm. <laughs> just so my house can, you know, smell like this rich, rich woman in New York, you know, <laughs> house in New York. Okay. Oh, boiling oranges and cinnamon. That's the first. Yeah. I like it. I can dig it. All right. Color number two. Let's go with gold. 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 I love gold. Um, like, you know, little funky accessories, um, things like that. Always used to love that because it reminded me of like New York growing up in New York and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know. Dominicans have a thing with gold. It's weird. We don't get. I don't. I don't get it. They probably don't get it, but it's our thing. Hmm. <laughs> you know what? I just thought of something. There should be a Caribe vegan in New York. I know. That would be dope if New York wasn't asking for your firstborn. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, tell me about it. Because um, New York is, I mean, obviously it's colder and there are certain things that are different. There are certain laws and mandates that are different, clearly. But the culture, they have such a Caribbean culture in New York. Hmm. So maybe when those sauces go into those grocery stores, yeah, you gotta get it to New York. Yeah, yeah. There <laughs> we go. All right. Color number three. I'm looking in your background for ideas. Let's you go. Just highlight purple with this 1970s yeah. hip jacket I got. This yes. <laughs> yes. There it is. I don't even see. But it's like you know, my favorite color is purple. My boyfriend got it for me. Hey. So, you know, I feel like. So luxurious in my purple room. <laughs> you love it. It's a bunch of people here who that's the color. Purple is the color. That's the color. They look forward to purple, purple everything, purple everything. I was I was driving this this morning around the, the neighborhood and um I don't know if this sounds weird, but I think I want a purple house. You gotta get the right shade though. Cause if not, your house can look like, you know, it can get weird with purple. Like, and that's my favorite color, but I don't know if I'll put that on a house. Cause you gotta be careful. 
Yeah, I don't want it to look like like Barney. Like, like Barney's outfit, exactly. Yeah, no. And then if you go too light, you can get this whole Pepto-Bismol thing looking. You know, you don't <laughs> want to do these things. You don't want to do these things. Yeah. Hmm. I feel so. If if not a purple house, then maybe purple interior. Yeah, that'll be dope. Have like a purple room. Yeah. yeah. Like a purple kitchen. I don't, purple kitchen. I have never seen it, but it might be funky. <laughs> purple kitchen might be a vibe. Might be a vibe. You it might just so create like a new idea, like a new dish in a purple kitchen. <laughs> Maybe some beets, some beet or purple cabbage. <laughs> some eggplant, something. Eggplant. This is some decent amount of purple food. I can make it work. Yeah, see? There's purple potatoes. Did you know that? Yeah. 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 So, hmm. Okay. I think this is color number four. Do you see color? Ooh. We got a question for you. As I'm delivering color time. Do you see colors in dreams and visions? No, I don't. Mm. Or is that for me? In any case, I do. I do see color. I do see purple a lot. Um, this is all new. Only the past year, I've just been seeing purple everywhere. Um, you want to hear something pretty um, real personal? Yeah, shoot. Or, or maybe I shouldn't do this. All right. So check this out. I see purple so much. I even see purple when having sex. Interesting. I wonder what that means. I don't know. I would. I would love to know. Now and I'm you on a black hole of googling after this podcast of <laughs> colors. If if anybody knows what that means, has anybody experienced? I mean, this is about to go left, but has anybody ever experienced seeing colors during sex or just seeing colors? Because I would see colors in dreams or like in a meditation, I would see colors. But now I'm beginning to see colors while awake, just doing things. I'm seeing like bright colors and stuff. So I don't know. Either that or I'm, I am going blind. One of those. <laughs> Something happening. You're going blind. <laughs> Something's happening there. I don't know. All right. Let's continue. We got two more colors. I'm going to try to give you some, some tough ones now. Here we go. Hmm. Let's go with... Let's go with... Midnight. Midnight. Midnight reminds me of... Um... I guess that's when my mind wanders the most and that's where all my weird thoughts start. I guess that's where I come up with my dishes because mm. <laughs> that's when I'm like, ooh, I wonder if this would work. 
<laughs> oh, this is so random. This doesn't make any sense. Let's try it. Midnight. <laughs> hey. So that's the secret. Gotta let your weird flag fly. Mm -hmm. Weirdos are are unique and powerful. And the most fun. Yeah. Yeah. Get you a weirdo. Get you a Same. weirdo today for twelve ninety nine. Oh. <laughs> you might have to up that price. <laughs> I love being rare. All right. So final color. Here we go. I'm gonna make it good. Let's go with emerald green. Emerald green. It's a beautiful color. I know it reminds me of bridesmaid dresses. Hmm. Hmm. That reminds me of something. Have you seen that show, Adam Ruins Everything? Yeah, I love that show. I just got in. I just saw it the other day. Love that show. He's ruined so many things for me. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw the one about weddings and dresses and... How it's all scam, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Basically. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So for those who are listening and for those who... They, they got a little skill in the kitchen and they, um, they're just not sure how to start. They're not sure where to start. Many times we have these ideas, maybe these million dollar ideas, but sometimes step one is the scariest because yeah. will this work? How does this go? So what, what suggestions or what advice would you give to any um, cooks or chefs out there who they want to venture out into their own business? Start. I think that's just start. Look at the people you admire. What are they doing? What are they not doing? What can you do differently? Um, come up with a business plan. Have a game plan. I feel like that's why so many food businesses fail because it's like we just go in there, you know, eyes closed running, and usually you hit a, a wall. <laughs> so, yeah, make sure you know how to pivot um, always. Do not um, – you have to have tough skin because not everybody's going to love you or love your food. Mm -hmm. um, and dealing with people all day is it's not the easiest thing to do, you know, um, especially being if you're a person of color because it's like people of color, we get it a lot harder because it's like, you know, we have to be extra friendly because um, if not, then we're rude. <laughs> so, um, you know, things like that, you just like, it's just like the smallest things that you have to consider, but definitely research, research, um, ask as many questions as you can, especially while you're in the seat of, of a curious student, if that makes sense. Because yeah. then once you're in business, some people are not as willing to, you know, to help you. Um, but, you know, experiment, make sure you always think outside the box. Um, and just know that it's a lot of work, but if you love it, it's, it's always worth it. Mm -hmm. If you love it, it's always worth it. Yeah. That's a reminder on those days where I'm about to throw in the towel. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but I love this. This is a passion. So it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely, absolutely. All right. So really quick, if folks would like to reach you, they want to follow you, they want more information on the Caribe Vegan, give it to them, give it to them. The Caribe, C-A-R-I-B-E, Vegan, V-E-G-A-N, The Caribe Vegan. On Instagram, on Facebook, on all the hooks and, you know, socials. <laughs> yeah, I just put it in the chat, the website, The Caribe Vegan, and the something floating in the air there. Um, and it's not purple, so. Uh, <laughs> and The Caribe Vegan on uh, Instagram, on, on social media. Yes, yes, yes. Reminder for the third damn time. All right. This Thursday, Pembroke Lakes Mall. For those listening in a different country, or this is in Florida. So, yes, we're not worldwide yet, but soon. All right. Look for those sauces coming to your local supermarket. Coming soon. We're going to speak that up. We, we're speaking that. We are, we are claiming that. Absolutely. So Thursday, this Thursday, Pembroke Lakes Mall from four to nine, right outside, right by the AMC Theater. All right. And then Saturday, you are where again? I am at a women's, it's all on my Instagram. If you want to okay. um, just head over to the Instagram, I'm going to have the whole schedule up there. So this, this event on Saturday for women, like, is it really just like all women? No men allowed. Sorry, buddy. No, I mean not not for me. I'm, I'm just, yeah, sure. Okay. Just, <laughs> you know, okay. You know, like if y'all needed like any 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 hands or anything. No, no. You can't sit with us. Not at this one. If you need like a photographer. No. No, not me. She's a woman. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then Sunday, you're in for Lauderdale. Mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I love it. I love it. I would like to thank tonight's guest so much for her commitment, for her delicious food, for her fun personality, for also being a weirdo like myself. Weirdos attract weirdos. And you know what? Weirdos change the world. Mm -hmm. You can't change the world blending into the crowd like everybody else. You got to be different. You got to wear a, a a purple pink mink. No, a purple pimp mink. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you got it. Yeah. These <laughs> yeah. purple flashbacks. Yeah. And um, so go for it. So any dream, any any passion of yours, anything that you love and you're not sure how to start, you heard it tonight. Just start. Just start. Just start. And there'll be hiccups, there'll be challenges along the way, but that's all part of the journey. You you won't know everything. No matter how much books you read, you'll, you're, you won't be ready for every challenge. Some things you just learn in the journey learn as you go man but you have to start because if you don't start today if not now then when then when 
it was a big opportunity in the midst of this pandemic for a lot of people to start their business or to pivot their business. So why haven't you? So it's your turn. So let's go for it. Let's go for it. Let's give a hand to our guest tonight. Hand Thank you for having background. me. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And um, this episode right here, episode 47, will be available on, obviously, YouTube Replay. It'll also be available on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, all the streaming platforms, this episode right here. Stay tuned for next week. All this month, we're having vegan restaurants and vegan chefs. So stay tuned for more delicious food, all right? To many of you, we will be seeing you, Melissa, on Thursday. I'm bringing a tribe. <laughs> we coming, we coming. As I always say, this was the Blaze the Lion podcast. Peace, Peace. and love.